if the outer world sends some kind of sensory input and we respond to it by the chemical changes in our brain, a lot of the time we cannot, we can't really stop that. We can't stop the biological process. But what we can do is start to bring attention and awareness to the things that make these chemicals fire off. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a lovely Friday. I'm starting to feel like I'm back on my feet, which is nice. I don't do well with getting sick. I have a bit of the man flu, I think. As soon as I get sick, I fall into a little puddle on the floor and go, help me. But um, I'm not a fan of it. It doesn't happen very often, um, but I'm glad to be kind of perking back up a little bit. Still not 100%, but feeling much better than I was this week. So I'm very grateful for my health, for my recovery, for my lovely wife who supported me and helped me uh, when I wasn't feeling my best. Um, I'm super grateful for yeah, good health when you don't have it, you know, you, you realize how much you miss it, even though it wasn't anything bad. It's still, you know, when you're moving forward and you've got a lot going on and life is just busy, busy and fun. And then you get taken out of that for a while. It's like, ah, oh, man, I really miss having good health. It makes you rethink. Maybe I should just be a little bit healthier on a few things here and there. And I'm sure as you get older, you have the same sort of thing. Your body doesn't work as functioning. I mean, I'm I'm only 30, so I've still got a very fit and healthy body. But uh, there are certain times when I'm like, maybe, just maybe, I should take a little bit more caution for the long haul. But um, I'll circle back to our health at the end of this call, and um, we'll end up seeing a little bit more today about how we started with brain waves yesterday and different um, you know, types of brain waves, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, and how we can be in different states relative. And we're going to stick on the concept of you know, electricity in the brain, but we're going to go a little bit deeper and a little bit smaller and bring out the microscopes and talk a lot about neurotransmitters and how they affect our body. Because realistically, all of our behaviors um, come from the biological aspect and our emotions are such a big impactful thing on the charts and so what creates emotions um, well thoughts feelings externals but also the chemical reactions in our brains so i find it very fascinating and i find the more we learn about ourselves, the more we can understand how we behave and respond and act and overall the more we can improve our trading so chuck your gratitude into the chat here i've seen a little bit of it come through already grateful it's friday and the air is still cool at night and in the mornings yes we're just saying how nice it is that it's starting to heat up but the sweaty nights also come with the hot days so i'm hoping that it can still heat up a little bit but not too much more so that i don't sweat through the night i am grateful for continued learning for wonderful opportunities great conversation and games that connect friends and family that's lovely. Games that connect friends and family. That's something that I think has drifted from my repertoire of activities, in, shall I say. 
playing games with friends and family because you know not regular catch-ups happened anymore as you know we drift apart and move to the other side of the world guilty um but we do have a couple of friends here that we do play games with sometimes and that i always have a great time i love a good game night so thanks for bringing that to my attention maybe i'll organize a game night soon with some of my friends over here right so getting into the guts of it today what i want to talk about is neurotransmitters now what are neurotransmitters basically our brain is made up of billions, hundreds of billions of cells, um, neurons or nerve cells. And the way we think, move, act, respond, do all these things is through the communication of these nerve cells. And I find it very, very fascinating that, you know, our brain works on electrical pulses. So basically we have electricity running through our cell, which gets to the end. And if it's an electric synapse, it will just connect through and if it's a chemical synapse basically the electricity will burst off some chemicals these chemicals will fire across from one synapse to an, another synapse and then the chemicals will be consumed and depending on the chemicals that were sent off depends on how we respond and behave and react um and the more the best way example i can think of this is imagine i don't know there's a few people from canada here imagine you're driving down a road all of a sudden the road ends so you need to jump on a ferry and that ferry goes across a little bridge of water and then drops you off on the other side, and then you can keep going. That's basically what a synapse is. Now, I'm not a neuroscientist or a nutrition, so please, um, you know, take my research as my own um, and do your own. If I do have some technicalities wrong, please uh, let me know in the chat so I'll get a hold of me so I can correct them because I don't like false information, but this is the best example that I can come, come up with so far. And the most accurate to my knowledge but the more that these so yesterday we we're talking about neuro um like groups of cells firing together and then the more this happens the more that the brain waves can like move together and this moves our brain into different waves and we can read those electrical pulses on our scalp but the way we can get these big like synapses changes is this is kind of where habits form as well so the more that the cells fire between the more that the two cells fire together then the more we use them and i'm sure you've heard maybe they're saying cells that fire together wire together well this is the same kind of concept as like the path less trodden so sometimes i use an analogy of being on a snowboard um, and you're trying to create the new the new path down a road you see like a small path so you go down that run but it's not quite there yet. You'd come down it by the end of the day, you've been down it 20 times and all of a sudden you know that run like the back of your hand and it's carved out and it's nice and smooth in the snow. Well, this is the same sort of thing in our brain where we do a certain action, behavior, habit, whatever it is, and the cells fire together and then it becomes common. Um, the cells are strong and it that's when it becomes this very habitual action for us. So when we first start off with a new habit, we need to kind of train our brain with new cells to fire together and it's awkward and it feels weird and you, you're kind of confused and like learning a new skill. But over time, the more you do the same thing, the more this chemical reaction happens and the more that the synapses continue to fire and the, the, um, the patterns in your brain become stronger and stronger. And once we've got it to a certain strength, then it becomes natural. Then your body knows how to fire more than your conscious self so what a habit is basically when your body knows how to do things better than your mind does so you don't have to think about it you can just let the body take over um and this works like even when you're trading you can see patterns 
that you don't have to acknowledge and consciously go, hang on, this is a pattern because of this and this. You just, it's there, your body knows it and you can see it. So understanding the way these paths are created and the way that our brain works together to build these can be very helpful in creating new habits and new patterns and understanding that it is going to be weird and awkward and messy and confusing when you first start things. But the more we do it with repetition, um, the better the better it becomes. Now, on the contrary to this, unlearning things can take time. We have to untangle it and figure out which bits and pieces we have got bad habits of or which, piece of pe- which bits and pieces don't work well together. And we really have to untangle these habits so that we can get down to the core root of, um, you know, what needs to be changed and what doesn't. Now, going back to the neurotransmitters part, there's a good saying, which I, I heard recently, that goes, everything psychological is biological. And this implies that everything, the emotions, everything that we think, our behaviors, our thoughts, um, has some form of biological reaction to it. And I love this because <clears throat> you can really break down the psychological aspect of our behaviors and emotions to something very, very simple. And then hopefully from there, we can learn how to adapt and change it. Now, it's going to be different for everybody. Everyone has different emotions. We, I say this a lot. We are the some of the emotions based on our past experiences. Um, but these emotions come from different neurotransmitters, right? So we've got different chemicals that are firing between our synapses, which create different responses in our body. And so at a very, 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 very minuscule um aspect we have small chemicals and depending on which chemical releases depending on how we react depending on how our emotions are depending on how we respond to things so there's over like a hundred different neurotransmitters i think that have been um found but there's i think six or seven which are the most common ones which maybe you've heard of um these can be categorized into three different kind of categories excite excitatory inhibitory neurotransmitters and modulatory neurotransmitters and some of the neurotransmitters can work in both so they can be an excitatory or an inhibitory depending on the function that they they're needed for so some of these um neurotransmitters are known like endorphins for example they're like an opioid we have things like the noradrenaline or norepinephrine we have adrenaline or epinephrine um, glutamate, which is helpful for like memory. Then we've got things like GABA, which is the major inhibitor. So this like stops some of the transmitters from over stimulating. Basically we've got serotonin. So this can be like our mood. This can be our hunger, our sleep, things like dopamine, which is really interesting. So dopamine is one. The reason I want to go down this is because dopamine is one that I really want to get into a little bit more because that's all about reward and, um, what else is like move? It can be movement. It can be learning. It can be attention. It can be our emotions. It can be the reward based. Um, what else can dopamine? It's like that chasing feeling as well. So excess dopamine can lead to things like addiction and schizophrenia. So while these neurotransmitters have their certain place in excess or in depletion amounts, we can have certain, um, yeah, I guess emotional states like, um, for example, depression, if you've got not enough serotonin. Now, understanding these neurotransmitters is important because what we can then do is try to figure out how we can get the right balance of neurotransmitters. And the obvious solution um, to that is really help. Well, plenty of sleep, healthy diet, um, meditation can work, exercise, all these things that we know are right for us. These actually are designed 
to give us the right balance of neurotransmitters. And when we have the right balance of neurotransmitters, our emotions are in check, our moods in check, our sleep's in check, our, our physical being is in check. And um, yeah, it can be very, very interesting to understand the way these work. Now, there is also um, the endocrine system, which is kind of the same, but it releases hormones. So hormones, now some of the neurotransmitters can be hormones as well as neurotransmitters, which I'm still finding a little bit confusing, but basically the hormones go into the bloodstream and they can come up and um, meet the brain in a different way. So these are things like appetite or attraction or aggression, but they actually last longer. So it takes longer for us to feel those things, but it also takes longer for us to deplete those things. And so understanding these emotions and these chemicals that are running around in our body can help us to understand how we behave on the charts, right? So if we are sitting there and all of a sudden we're feeling these really depressive modes because I don't know, we've missed a trade, for example, these are the kinds of things that we want to be jotting down. So if you've got your emotional trading journal and if you're using it, these are the kind of things that we want to be noticing because not only can we figure out where these emotions are coming from, you know, and the other thing that I, I forgot to mention was that these neurotransmitters, neurotrans they send signals when they're stimulated by sensory input, which is something you see, hear, feel, smell, you know, that can relay a memory, which brings up emotion, starts the chemicals, or when they're triggered by a neighboring um, neuron, which to me was really important because if the outer world sends some kind of sensory input and we respond to it, by the chemical changes in our brain, a lot of the time we cannot, we can't really stop that. We can't stop the biological process. But what we can do is start to bring attention and awareness to the things that make these chemicals fire off. And so if you find out that you're someone who fires off really quickly and the chemicals are running around really quickly and like you're in a different state really, really fast, then we have to learn that about ourselves and understand how we can use this on the charts. If you have one loss, and I think I was talking about this maybe yesterday or a couple of days ago, if you have one loss, which was me for a phase, and then it ruins you for the rest of the day, obviously something in that has made this chemical shift. And from then, once the chemicals are firing and everything's going and my brain's now in beta state and it's like really alert and attent, but maybe from, from adrenaline or something, and I'm like, ah, then it makes it really hard for me to stay calm and focused and stay, go to back to logical trading because now I'm in emotional trading. Once the chemicals are firing and everything's going around, I'm now in emotional trading state. And we know very well from the stuff that we talk about a lot on here that trading in an emotional state is not the way we want to trade because trading in an emotional state is based on the past or the future. And therefore you're not present in the moment and you find it really hard to trade probab probability based to your rules. So it's all kind of linked together. Okay. Once we start to learn ourselves and we can start to learn the emotions that fire off these chemicals and how quickly we react we can do a couple of things. We can A, try to avoid those circumstances or B, bring a serious awareness to them, okay? Like, for example, if all of a sudden you're you know, watching a movie and then bang, something loud happens and you all like jumps. Maybe you even jump just from the, the sound just then. Chemicals are automatic release. You can't help that. You got scared. Adrenaline fires. Things are going. Your body's getting ready. Fight or flight. All these things are taking place. It's a biological process. But if we're watching the same movie and I go, just to let you know someone's going to shout and then you hear the bang, you don't respond. In the same way your levels don't jump because you're aware of it you know what's going to happen and therefore you can prepare yourself this is the same kind of thing and sometimes this just needs time on time on the charts 
time on the charts to go through certain things, time on the charts to take the losses, time on the charts to understand circumstances where things are not going your way. But how can we bring that sort of awareness to a situation down like a lot? Well, if we're only taking trades based on our trading plan, then we're not left with this uncertainty of what's going to happen. We know that there will be two, two outcomes. We play a trade exactly to our trading plan and it moves in the higher probability as we expected a certain degree and we can take some profits off the table. Or two, it turns around and it's one of the very few situations where our trading plan doesn't work out and we take our maximum loss because we've already accepted the risk before we entered that trade. So we're bringing awareness to the possible situations. When we're not trading to our trading plan, we're not fully aware of what might happen because it's new. It's not common. It's not something we're religiously doing. When we're trading outside of our trading plan, we're left to interpretation. And what happens with interpretation? Anything can happen. It's like watching a movie you haven't seen before. Things can happen. A big candle can jump. What happens is the same as the loud bang that I said, which sends the chemicals running. And now you're back into emotional trading because you weren't prepared for it. You didn't have things in place. You didn't have rules in place because it's not on your trading plan on how to handle certain circumstances. Does this make sense? Okay. There's been a lot of information, but please chuck some ones in the chat if you're kind of following along here, because if we can be, bring awareness to the things that make us tick, the things that make us jump, the things that make it freak out, then we can also bring awareness by bringing things into our trading plan to counteract that. We can bring things into our trading plan, which is going to help us in those circum circumstances. And then, as I say all the time, the more we trade to our trading plan, the easier this will get, the less likely you'll be triggered into a chemical reaction that makes you trade emotionally. Because you can trade a great session, and I've been there. I've traded a great session, been calm the whole time, jumped in, one great trade, gone for my second trade, been like, yeah, this is pretty good. I haven't reached my daily goal. And then I jump into a trade that's not on my trading plan. I freak out. I don't respond correctly. I take a loss, and then I'm in emotional state and what do i do i revenge trade i jump into quickly and before i know it i've hit the trigger three or four or five times because emotional trading jake sucks at trading he's a horrible shitty trader he should never be on the charts but logical trading jake is actually pretty good at what he does the difference is how do i know when i'm emotionally trading how do i know when i'm logically trading and what the key is is to understand yourself to such a degree where you can go jake you either need to switch back to logical or get off the charts reset you know, is this an emotion which I can flush out or is this something that sticks with me for ages? Some of them start, stay around longer. Some of them you need more time to get through. Some of them you need to work them away. Some of them you can go, oh, that was silly. Let's move on next and, and you're focused again. But everyone's different. You have to understand you on how you respond, okay? So I wanted to bring this to your attention um, mainly because I find it super fascinating and for me, it's a really, really interesting topic. But two... There's a whole concept around dopamine and dopamine being a motivator, um, but also it being like an addiction. And we can also really relate the chase of dopamine um, to back to emotional trading because we've got that's, that's based on the chemicals. So are we tra trading logically with the intention to have this as a, a lifestyle or Perhaps maybe some of us, and I I think I went through a phase of this, you get to a dopamine-based trading where you're just chasing that next win and you just really want to get this win or you want to make this money and you, you know, you're kind of almost fiending for the money or you're fiending for the next win. You know, both of the, both things which can have a very addictive personality, getting money easily. You know, when you understand the concept of trading, 
you can get an unlimited money at the click of a button without even having to do anything. That's very addictive. The fact that you can have that, that potential is enormous. Um, and so depending on your personality and your behaviors, some people can get addicted to it, just like I suppose gambling. Now, if you're doing that, then that's not the way you want to be trading because that's not logical based. Now you could be going, oh, I really need to win. Like some people, they hate having a loss on their track record and they're very much like, oh, I need to win. I need to win. This can create the habit of holding on to trades too long, taking really, really big losses because they don't want a loss and this kind of addictive behavior, which again comes from the dopamine side of things. So once we understand the neurotransmitters and the neurochemicals that are happening in our brain, we can understand ourselves and then we can try to maneuver our a lifestyle, healthy habits, sleeping, exercise, meditation, all that sort of stuff to moderate the neurochemicals but also we can start to learn our behaviors and the things that make us tick and the things that you know if we are maybe addicted to wanting the money then we can look at that and see how we can go down the personal journey to fix that so that we can make trading profitable or maybe i hate losing your ego is sitting strong there okay how can i be okay with taking losses what is it in my brain that i need to understand and comprehend with and then you're bringing that self-awareness to it so then when a loss does come you knew it might have been coming. Your emotions aren't as high. You don't go into emotional trading. You stay with logic tr trading and you move on. Okay? So I'm going to try and go down maybe a little bit more into dopamine and some of the effects you know, around that addictive personality and the way it's a motivator. So it's like this good balance. You want it to motivate you and you want it to be there when you are trying something that's hard and getting rewarded for the effort, but you don't want it to be the thing that's driving you for the for the end goal. So I guess this is kind of, all based similar to the dopamine being the infinite do, dopamine in the infinite style of gameplay compared to dop dopamine in the finite style. If it's like, that's the end game. That's what I'm chasing. I need to be there. Then that's not necessarily the best thing, but it's like, Oh yes, I'm feeling good because I'm doing the things I need to do day in, day out to get to the goals that I want. Oh yes. I'm feeling good because I actually traded to my trading plan every single trade during this session. Those little dopamine hits are the things we want. Those big dopamine chasing, you know, motivators are probably not the thing we want. Okay. So I hope that um, made sense. It probably was a lot of information. Maybe go back and re-listen to this one. Again, if you are a neuros neuroscientist or a nutritionist and you have more information for me, I'd love to hear about it because I find this super fascinating um, and I'm just doing all my own research. One thing I am good at is research, but I'm always open for you know um, professional ears and professional mouths. So thank you very much for listening. Um, let's go jump over to our trading call. If you got your trading guide, make sure you go through it. Make sure you go through your trading plan. Make sure you understand yourself. Make sure you have a brain warm-up like we spoke about yesterday. Make sure you're in the right mood and you're not just jumping in willy-nilly. But if you're on this mindset call, then you're probably doing your brain warm-up now. Um, to those listening on the podcast, much love. Hopefully, you can join us on the morning calls. Um, but otherwise, have a great weekend, everybody. I will speak to you soon. Bye.